Pidea. I can't remember her name, but I found this. Oh my god, there's like... Oh, I finally... <gasps> I finally know where all the fucking fruit flies are coming in my apartment. I have this plant right next to me that I took off from a shell because it's dead. The plant is dead. And now I see inside the pot, and guess what? <laughs> this is it's a really colony. <laughs> this is very funny to witness like this. Welcome to Swamp It Up. Welcome. The podcast um, where we're we... back at it again. <laughs> yes. For the first time in several weeks that we're doing a normal yeah. episode. Since November, we haven't done just, just a normal episode. Yeah. Um, so this is the podcast where uh, we watch movies. We watch every single movie that there is in the world. And we compare those movies to Shrek 1 and 2, the Shrek Cinematic Universe. There's no other movies than Shrek 1 and 2 in the Shrek Cinematic Universe. Yes. For now. I'm Mari. Um, I'm Rina. We are your hosts. And um, I've low-key forgotten how to do this now. Will you ask me how I'm coming into the podcast today? Oh, Mari, how are you coming to the podcast? Which Shrek character do you feel like today? I immediately realized that I forgot to think about that. Um, well, let's, let's, let's journey along. Oh, I actually, I know exactly mm-hmm. who I am. Yeah, they just come to you at the right moment. Oh, whenever yeah. Whenever you need it. Yeah, I was thinking about this briefly today. So I um, am currently in the middle of moving to my own flat for the first time in my life. Um, and I <laughs> I have front door keys to my flat, but no building keys because of a mix-up at the <laughs> rental office. Um, but because of that... it's super fun and cool. It's just a great start to this. Um, I uh, have had to constantly rely on neighbors letting me in. And going to neighbors when I need, like, for example, people to install my Wi-Fi. I need to access the cellar, which I can't access because I don't have the keys. I only have my front door keys. Um, so I uh, feel like the wolf in the beginning of Shrek 2 mm-hmm. because I feel like I'm in a place I shouldn't be in all the time. And I'm constantly inconveniencing oh. people. Like when Prince Charming goes to find Fiona and finds the wolf instead. That's what I feel like currently. Oh, like I'm comfortable. That's a, that's a I'm one. in my I'm in my place, but I'm inconveniencing other people because of that. Yeah, you know. Hmm. What about you? Um, I feel like the fairy godmother because I made the executive decision to drink coffee past seven p.m. Oh my god! And I feel like if there is one character in the Shrek cinematic universe who would do that. It would be the fairy godmother. That's insane. That, that's all there is to it. That's me. I cannot wait for this to fuck up my sleep completely. Oh my god, you're never gonna sleep again. Never, never <laughs> again. This is it. Folks. This is it. You're this awake from here it. on out. No sleep till death. That's do me part from <laughs> this world. Um. So, how do we do this? Do we do sh- categories first? Or do we do you explain well, the movie first? Well, let me first? first tell 
what the movie we watched for this week is. Okay. And then you can tell the categories. And then I'll give a little plot synopsis and we'll dwell into the story. Sweet. Let's do it. So, we watched Ocean's 12 from 2004, directed by Steven Sodenberg. And... It was a good time. I'll, that's spoiler <laughs> alert, but Jesus Christ, I did not expect half the things this movie gave us. It is an extremely watchable movie. Yeah. Um, so how we do it here on Swamp It Up is that we have six different categories. Uh, the categories are story, character, setting, soundtracks, moral, and studio lore. We give each one of them a grade between 1 and 100. We uh, And then we tally all the grades up together, divide them by six, so we get a final score for how close the movie gets to being as good as Shrek 1 and Shrek 2. And that will determine if you want to go watch the movie. You know? Do you like Shrek? Yeah. yeah? Well, then this one, this movie might not be like Shrek, or it may be. And you can decide yeah. for yourself. We're just here to talk the about movies. The first really. true objective review system. Exactly. Exactly. There's no questioning this system at all. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to give the rundown of what happens yes. in Ocean's 12? Because God. my goodness. <laughs> um, well, it's a heist movie. And um, we have Danny Ocean, played by George Clooney. And he and the rest of his... Elevens. <laughs> he and eleven other people. That's, that's how they are. Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. So it's there's eleven people and the villain from previous movie, Ocean's Eleven, um, approaches all of them and tells them to pay him pa- back for the heist they did in the previous movie. And these twelve people realize that hold on, we don't have the money to pay back because we've lived our life since. And then they decide they need to start stealing again to get the money to pay back. And shit happens. Yada da 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 da. There's this person called Night Fox, who's um apparently we're told he's the best heist person out there. And he issues a challenge to Mr. Clooney's gang of uh, 12 people. And um, the thing is that they have to steal a Fabergé egg. And the one if, if George Clooney and the gang win, the Night Fox will pay the whatever amount of money they owe to the previous villain. And if night fox wins they die is that it i don't if night fox i remember uh if night no night fox was high was like he he was the one what he was the one that dipped tipped off the casino guy right so he um I don't know what happens if he doesn't they don't win actually i just simply don't know they go to jail guy the villain yeah like says that um I will kill all of you if you don't pay me. So essentially if they lose the gig, yeah. they don't have the money to pay and hence they die. Yeah. Okay. So the stakes are such. The stakes are death in jail Dan- or pig by yeah, guy. Yeah. And then stuff happens. Um Julia Roberts's character Tess plays Julia, Julia Roberts, Roberts <laughs> and there's Bruce Willis who recognizes <laughs> her as julia roberts but then we all find out that she's not actually julia roberts he's she's just tess who looks like julia roberts (laughs) 
the gang gets taken into custody because they fuck up and then the other half of the gang gets taken into custody because they fuck up but then Matt Damon's mother comes and saves (laughs) the way this movie solves issues is unparalleled with any other conclusion to any movie ever it's absolute batshit it's like yeah, there oh, we, we have a solution. Let's just make this cop, the FBI person, yeah. Linus's fucking mother. Yeah, like this movie makes like the Greek tragedy tragedies with uh, Deus Ex Machina seem like such fools. <laughs> Nothing compared to Ocean's Twelve. Um, but yeah, uh, then we have like a fifteen-minute dance break with just <sighs> like laser dancing you know yeah the night, night fox, fox does like a tries to avoid lasers we have that it lo- goes on for so long mm. and it, the the choreography is magnifique <laughs> and sure. then we think that he's won but um but but then oh, oh, oh twisteroo take george clooney's word and these cool flashbacks <laughs> they actually won they got the, the proper shade why show it in the movie <laughs> Why show it in the movie? Now we're just like using the last 10 minutes to tell the actual story (laughs) of the movie. And then they win. And it seems that there's this whole shadow figure behind it all. Mm. Le Marc, who's the best. He's the best heist man out there. Who is Catherine Zeta-Jones' dad. Catherine Zeta-Jones, who is dating Brad Pitt... Kind of. It's complicated during this it's entire movie. And she works for Europol and nobody knows what her accent is. I, d- I don't know what she's going for. <laughs> There's so many accent confused people in this movie. <laughs> but like Catherine Cena-Jones like takes the fucking helm. Fucking and, like cake. I'm just like general Western Europe. I could be anything. Yeah. I could be French, Belgium, and Dutch in the same sentence. And the name doesn't give it away either. No, it's Lahiri. It's like, what? (laughs) Yeah, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't watch it because there's no way to explain it. (laughs) It's like, also, I have to say, like, I'll talk about this a little bit in like CEO lore. It's not super relevant, but like, it's just like, I'll touch on it. Apparently everyone's like, this is the worst one. And I'm just like, but it's so watchable. Like, this is such it's a watchable so movie. Entertaining. It's, it's so, so entertaining. It's so funny. It's so silly. Like, it's, it, 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 oh, it's Matt Damon's best this. role. Anyway, the first category is story. Yeah. So, first of um, all, I don't get mm-hmm. the deal with Fabergé eggs. I just want to go out and say, like, why are they, why are they so expensive? Because there's only 12 of them. Is that it? Because they're, like, made out of expensive shit. And Is that really so, it? so intricate and detailed. And I think maybe also because they're tied to, like, is it, like, Russian monarchy? Yeah, the so, Russian monarchy things. I knew that. So there's I the just... history aspect, too, which makes them cool. I think, not to be controversial, but Fabergé eggs are overhyped. They're um, just, they're just ga- garish, garish. They look like, like Easter, Easter eggs. eggs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They look like Easter eggs. Anyway, um, now on to a real story point. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to say that big old thing, Loki in both Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 is kind of a heist, you know? In Shrek 1, we have heisting Fiona out of the castle. Yeah. 
And then in Shrek 2, we have, first of all, we have Shrek and Donkey going to Fairy Godmother's laboratory under guise, the classic union heist, you know? They do definitely they do definitely do a good union heist in the, in the, in the second and one. I thought you were referring to... Then... I thought you were referring to the first movie, just in general, the act of going to get Fiona and then ending up taking Fiona from Farquaad, quote-unquote, is also a heist. Yeah. <laughs> can, a, can a person Maybe. be heisted? <laughs> Just kidnapping. Yes, they can. It's now it's now a person heist. It's it's if it's whimsical, it's a person heist. It's not kidnapping. It's only kidnapping if it ends badly. If you kidnap out of true love, it's a person heist. I think there's several kidnappers who will make uh, the wrong uh, conclusion of that sentence. Yeah. All the kidnappers that listen to our podcast specifically. But also there's another heist in shrek 2 and i don't know if i'm like stretching the concept of heist i don't you care. already did but okay yeah exactly i'm using this word however i please and there's nothing you can do about We're it just throwing it around um, pinocchio yes and the gang help shrek and donkey out of that weird well jail yes no i was literally gonna say that that is a very heist like movie mostly because it's parodying well, it's parodying Mission uh, Impossible, Mission, right? Mission Impossible, but yeah. It, to me, that's all—it's all the same genre of like two thousand action is. film to me. So yeah. I'm like, they feel similar. They both. Oh yeah. no, never mind. From over there, I was gonna say they both have Tom Cruise, but uh, <laughs> the Ocean's movie do not have Tom Cruise. You know what I was wondering? Which came first, Mission Impossible Two with the um, lasers? Or that one Britney Spears music video where she dances the lasers. I'm gonna assume it's Britney Spears until further. Yeah. And I don't want, actually. I don't want to be told differently. I want Britney Spears yeah, to constantly. Yeah. She's trailblazer. She is a trailblazer. Um. So in both movies, we have people impersonating, like other people that they kind of look like but aren't quite. <laughs> this is a stretch. <laughs> Okay. You have Prince Charming playing human Shrek. Uh, yes, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Just... Oh, that's a heist too. That's a heist. He's heisting Fiona. That's a Again, heist. We are, bo- we, are, actually... we are towing the line between... <laughs> between kidnapped and forced marriage and heist. But you know... Actually, yeah, you know what? It's not a heist. Because I did say, if it's out of pure love, <laughs> true love, it's a heist. So this one is not a heist. No, and they both have to be in love, right? Both have to be in love mm-hmm. for the heist to be a thing. Like you, <laughs> Consensual true love. Consensual true love is a person heist. So, <laughs> so, so when you elope from your wedding to go marry someone else, that's a person heist. If mm-hmm. you elope from your wedding to go kidnap someone else, that's kidnapping. That's kidnapping. Yeah. Get your facts straight. Why don't you? <laughs> anyway, Prince Charming is the Julia Roberts of Shrek, is what I'm uh, saying. Yes. Uh, sorry, not the Julia Roberts, the Tess Ocean, because they're different characters in this, which begs the question how world building works in the Ocean's universe. I am dying yeah. to know. Is there anybody who, uh, who's out there that's like, hey, that guy looks a lot like George Clooney, and that looks like Brad but Pitt? But see... See, I'm thinking this. Okay. Because Bruce Willis only recognizes Julia Roberts and no one else. Yeah. So that makes me think he saw Matt Damon and he didn't think no. this guy looks like Matt Damon. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, isn't the exact same world except for the fact that, like, 
George Clooney, Brad Pitt, like Matt Damon, Tom, Don Cheadle, the guy that plays Monica and Ross's dad and friends. Like all those guys, they they don't exist, but everyone else still does. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, Julia Roberts' existence raises some questions. It <laughs> Maybe all the real, all the celebrities exist, but we are just to believe that George Clooney actually doesn't look like George Clooney. Yeah, because they 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 say that too when like it's just yeah. I also I was that was like a fun part in the movie because they kept making that joke yeah. throughout the movie where people are they planted people, it. like talk that's about the only Julia thing Roberts they actually they're... planted like that's the only yeah. thing where they were like we'll do a setup and a payoff every other aspect of the plot they were like we'll figure it out <laughs> yeah we'll figure it out in the last Nobody... thirty minutes. We will just we will we will all wrap it up in the end. Yeah. You don't <laughs> but no, with that because people kept saying in the movie they were yeah. like talking about Tess and they were like, um, does she look like? And it's like don't Wait, mention and it. You never hear what they think she looks like. Yeah. And you're kind of like towing. I'm kind of like, oh, who are we talking about? Like, what's the joke? What's the joke here? And you will never believe that the joke <laughs> is that she looks like Julia Roberts. <laughs> like that just. That's not how movies work, so you don't think that's going to be the punchline, and then it is, and it is the best it is. thing. It's very, it's, it's very good. Um, Plot point. Both movies have the element of stealing a thing for someone else. Yeah. So in Shrek 1, Shrek steals, essentially, Fiona from the castle... To Farquaad, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Farquaad is the one who sends him to do the job. End of story. Yeah. In, and I will, I had, this is a movie that I had to read the uh, Wikipedia synopsis for because I was kind of lost. I re, so I rewatched the- half of the movie, by the way. I watched the entire yeah. first half again. Just like, I watched all That's of it just- this morning and then half of it again because I was like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. But in Ocean's 12, I think, Lamarck kind of sets it all up so that George Clooney's gang gets to steal, like, he kind of orchestrates the stealing of the Fabergé egg because he wants it back. Because mm-hmm. he used to, he stole it once in once once in his youth and he had to give, give it back and now he wants it back again. And he, he kind of, like, he helps them steal it. So essentially, George Clooney and the gang don't steal the Fabergé egg for themselves. They give it to Lamarck, question mark? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll take so, it. Yeah. Uh, That's that, that. Jesus Christ, like the reading I had to do to understand that, even remotely. Whew, you didn't get the last... doesn't <laughs> explain it. <laughs> you didn't expl- did explain the last 20 minutes of the movie? <laughs> like everything in the movie? Oh. Um, so both, uh, Shrek 2, again, this is a very Shrek 2 heavy set, uh, episode, but, uh, Shrek mm-hmm. 2 and, um, Ocean's 12, ha- well, I mean, they're both sequels to a first movie, so maybe it makes sense. They both have yeah. a switch that is explained at the end. So you have the Fabergé egg being switched and, like, replaced mm-hmm. with a replica in, at the end of Ocean's 12, and then in Shrek you have the tea, um, with the love potion for Fiona, that like um, will force Fiona to fall in love with Prince Charming. The king gives it to her yeah. and then gives her the wrong tea so that she doesn't fall in love with Prince Charming. 
So, you know, so that the good guys win, essentially, by switching it around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah? Yes. It... It wor- it's the same thing, essentially, except for it's, it's not a heist. It's just fun to me to think that here we are talking about a story regarding Ocean Swell, because it could be argued there isn't really any. <laughs> it's just scenes and then a synopsis at the end. That's literally what it is, yeah. But that um, makes it so fun. Uh-huh. And my last thing, which isn't really plot-related, but just in general, uh, there are mm-hmm. legendary thieves and crooks in both of them. Like, Puss in Boots has, like, this legendary yeah. air to him. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, this is a well-known guy. And in this one, they have, like, Lamarck. They have Night Fox. They have, you know... At the beginning, I think they were, like, oh, Lamarck, you know, died in, you know, years ago. And yeah. he's legendary and the only guy that they couldn't catch. And it has, like, similar vibes to, like, the legendary Puss in Boots, like, status. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of established professionals. Yeah, exactly. With, like, their specific, you know, thieves' codes yes, and stuff. Yes, set of skills and yeah. that. Yeah, and thieves' codes and stuff, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, like, I also, like, just, again, like, one of those, like, movie 101 points. We have, like, a ragtag group of people against seemingly a more powerful foe. Could you, you, could you argue that Ocean's uh, 12, like, the, the actual, the uh, titular Ocean's? Is found mm-hmm. family. <laughs> oh my god, it is like the French. The dialogue in this movie is so fun. It's and good the as well between Rusty like, and Danny, yeah. which is George Clooney and Brad Pitt. It's just so like. For, it's just so fun to look at. It's so like delightful for everything that they lost. It's in what they what they are telling us is a story they gained in the dialogue being really really good. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, do we want to grade? Let's grade. I am going to give this... Look, I have to take into account that there is no actual story in this movie. Yeah. So for that reason, I'm giving it a 36. Yeah, there's no character development, no nothing. There's nothing. There's literally nothing. It's just, just scenes. scenes and a synopsis <laughs> that is kind of built at the end to be like, hold on, none of these scenes make sense. It's kind of like now a here's let's... what you missed on Glee kind of like, oh, by yeah. the way, this would have an off screen the entire movie. And we're entire not gonna time. Yeah. God. You had no clue about it. Absolutely none. Um, yeah, no, I'll give it like um, 34. Okay, 35. Also, it's just, because I love... Um, heist as a concept. I love heist. Like heist um, TV shows are some of my favorites. Like I love Leverage. Mm-hmm. I love Hustle. I uh, I know the second I choose to watch Money Heist, Money Heist, I will love it too. I have just haven't done it yet. Oh, was that Castapano, like the Spanish one? Yeah, I tried to watch it. I didn't get into it. But that's. But it's just infinitely. It's just so funny to me that a single episode of Leverage is so concise and beautiful yeah. and it has like a point and then they managed to even tie it like across a fucking season mm-hmm. and have like it all come back and this is like an expensive yeah. movie with like expensive stars this is a and professional just, like, movie a whole a whole people made this movie exactly like yeah 
So I'm just, it's just so funny how they just like decided to be like, whatever. We have these like, we have this like famous people here. We can do whatever we want. We don't care. We have an ensemble. You know, I, I, the entire time that I was watching this, like mm-hmm. at the end, I think, I can't remember if I texted you this, but in my head, I kept thinking like every movie should be an ensemble heist movie. Like, because anything yeah. can be with this plot. <laughs> <laughs> you could do whatever and have George Clooney tell you what you missed like at the end for, for 10 minutes and then any movie just, could oh be a heist God. movie like you just have Imagine. like that'd be so funny if you just had like a normal movie it's just Shrek 2 but at the end you find out and... through George Clooney specifically telling you that in the background of this entire movie a heist was being done and the king has no like... jewels anymore <laughs> behind this chaotic movie there was another movie that made sense <laughs> but we didn't want to show it to you <laughs> We were kind of embarrassed, so we're showing you this one instead. God, I would love if they did that for The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> it's just... It's like, psych, we had a different mess. movie. Again, it's George Clooney explaining the different movie in the last ten minutes through <laughs> flashbacks. And it's like, this is why this makes sense now. Yeah. Do you get it? It's because you missed all these scenes that we just didn't have in the movie. And then you're like, <laughs> oh... That's why Ray is called Ray Skywalker at the end. <laughs> Let's move on to characters. Mm-hmm. I have our like fearsome threesome <laughs> pretty mapped out. Okay. Okay, I'll hear it. <laughs> Danny is Shrek. Okay, agree. He's the leader. He sets the tone of the group. Yeah. He's the one people come back to, and. You know. Yeah. He's the core. Yeah. Rusty is donkey. Interesting. And he trusts Shrek explicitly mm-hmm. and believes he has their best um best at heart. Mm-hmm. And he also just doesn't give a fuck about the common objective and goes and fucks the enemy. Which is what they both do. Okay. And Tess is Fiona. And I actually, I like, she's just, you know, she's her own character. And she just, I don't know how to explain it. Julia Roberts' energy in this movie is just so fun. And I it's feel like really this, good. like, Danny Tess energy is, like, peak yeah. Shrek Fiona energy. Yeah. I agree with that, but I also kind of had uh, Isabel as as Fiona as well, just because she um, she is kind of who you shouldn't be with when you're a, a, a heist person. Is there a word for yeah. just like people who do heists? Because thief doesn't Criminals? feel no, that's too general. <laughs> you can be a thief and not do heists, right? I feel like there should be a, a word for just the occupation of a person who does heists. You know? Heister and heistess. (laughs) So if you're a heister, you... (laughs) Heister sounds... Heister sounds really... Like, it sounds... It has a similar, like, mouthfeel as a Dutch, like, word for asshole. Which is... I love that. It sounds... Heister seems... Sounds like it could be, like... It could be an insult. word. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So I like it. I think it works. I I think it it works. Mm -hmm. It works for that reason. Yeah. Um... So if you're a heister, you you shouldn't be sleeping with people from Europol. Um, in the same way, if you're an ogre, you shouldn't right. be sleeping with princesses. 
uh, as, yeah. as explained by Fairy Godmother. And for that reason, but I also understand the Shrek, Shrek uh, sorry, the donkey dragon dynamic. Because if you're a donkey, you shouldn't be fucking a dragon, really. Um, yeah. Also, with Isabel, also where why I think she is a good dragon is that she is like this um, opposing power that they need to run away from. Yeah. And she captures them briefly but they managed to escape again yeah and then in the end she turns out to be on their side yeah because her father is the biggest the heister of them all yeah true <laughs> true um yeah which also i'll be arguing for fiona because at the end she turns out to be an ogre after all um all fair yeah, yeah. but it doesn't it's like they're, it's similar concepts right mm-hmm yeah um I also, Who did you have for Linus? I had Linus as Donkey at first, but I think okay. it makes more sense as Rusty. But mostly because everyone is like at the beginning, everyone's kind of like like Linus is like very different from us. Not in the same same way that Donkey is different from Shrek uh, energy wise, but just like the 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 stark contrast, right, of having cool yeah. heisters and Linus. That's I why I feel like. But not... Linus is Pinocchio because he needs to prove himself so fucking hard. And yeah, I feel like that's Pinocchio energy. True. Well, that's my kind of my second second place was like one of the fairy tale creatures. Mm-hmm. But I, <laughs> I like, but I, I like Linus a lot mm-hmm. more than like Pinocchio. Maybe that's why. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> like Pinocchio for some reason. This watch that we had, right? Just, I don't like him as a character. If, watch our watch our but... previous episode if you want to. Um, hear about us yeah. about Pinocchio Pinocchio is not an interesting character no but also I don't feel like Linus is Gingy no because he's not capable more assertive enough. and Gingy has like uh, has like a place in the group and Linus has less of a place yeah. in the group yeah so kinda Linus could be um, Puss in Boots in that way that because hmm. also like no, Puss in Boots is accepted no. too fast. Mm, fair. So do we not have a Linus? I think Linus is his own person. <laughs> he did it. Yeah. Ooh! He breaks ah! me from the ah! world. Okay, this is a hot take. His okay. mom's a cop. His mom is part of the people they're fighting against. What if he's Prince Charming? <sighs> Hear me out. No. Uh, no. <laughs> no. He's like different and obnoxious in his own way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's just—he is a stroppy child who wants to prove himself, he, which is exactly, yeah, exactly. Prince Charming energy, but Prince Charming is just older, better... or not older per se, but just more established. I have a better Prince Charming because I think Night Fox is Prince Charming. Yeah, Night Fox is a Prince Charming energy. Because he's boastful as shit and yeah. just like so full of himself. And That's I was thinking name. that then Lamarck would be fairy godmother, but kind of different version. The kind of version that you can see if Shrek had gone on longer and fairy godmother had stayed as a character. You can see that like once Prince Charming becomes his own person, she would start to get annoyed. Yeah. She would not like being pushed aside or like she would not like Prince Charming like, you know. Yeah being like more powerful than her yeah so i feel like that's the kind of lamarck night fox energy yeah no okay and it's not what we have in shrek but it has the like um 
It could have become that if Fairy Godmother hadn't just fucking died at the end of Shrek 2. This is true. Which, by the way, uh, we did know, well, again, this is, you can listen to this on last week's episode, but just the fact that we don't get Prince Charming reacting to his mother being killed in front of him <laughs> is like, <laughs> it feels like kind of unnatural. We don't even get like a no mother kind of thing. You know, we get nothing. We just got a dance party. You can go dancing and he's part of it. It's very strange. Anyway. That's why we need our Shrek Prince Charming movie. Exactly. The boy needs to go to therapy. So, anyway, I actually do like those better. Linus can just sit on the sidelines for a little while. Yeah. Um, We'll figure something out one day. (laughs) He needs to prove himself more. Yeah. Um, I don't have these characters mapped out, but I just want to mention them. Mm -hmm. And I do not know their names in the movie. I do not know the names of their actors, so this is going to be a fun experiment. <laughs> but the two dudes who constantly bicker. You're going to have to be more specific than that. <laughs> oh my god, I just realized that is all the characters. <laughs> I was like, are you, are you, is this for real? The one with the mustache. The one who are, like, at the start of the movie, they're at the wedding, and then they get taken out of the oh, wedding. Oh, that so they're guy! they're good friends. Right. I'm like, are they brothers, or are they just, like, super good friends? Right, those Their, like, guys. dialogue on the train station is so fucking funny. It and just is. throughout the film, they, they, like, completely exist outside of everyone else in this movie. Mm-hmm. And their dialogue is just... It's, it's that kind of, like big brother little brother energy that Isn't you the don't guy... often get i'm about to say something that may just Affleck. straight up be wrong but isn't the one yeah. guy ben affleck's brother i said casey affleck oh you said right? casey affleck sorry yeah 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 correct okay no in that case then i'm right okay okay then i'm okay <laughs> i'm pretty sure but i can't like that this is again i have the wikipedia page open i'm not gonna open it for this fact <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, is no, Casey those, Affleck actually Ben know. Affleck's brother? Or am I making that up? Is that like a real thing? They don't look to. Or they do don't I look alike. Kind of assumed that. It's just the same last name, but I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. I need to know because I feel like okay. I feel like I made my own narrative. Perhaps. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yes, Ben Affleck okay, is good. Casey Affleck's brother. I wonder if he says like her. Like, he just doesn't have as good of memes as uh. Ben Affleck getting Dunkin' Donuts. I feel like he's a bit of a bad dude. Yeah, he was a bad dude, wasn't he? He was uh, He was yeah. not uh, treating his significant other very well. Yeah, the discourse all. around him is not sound. No, he's not a sound guy. I know, I know that with Casey Affleck. Like, he's definitely yeah. not a sound guy. But need- <laughs> it sounds like the Affleck brothers have some stuff they need to work out. <laughs> yeah, they need to be part of our Shrek 5 movie and go to therapy with those boys, too. Oh my god. We can't do therapy for all men. We go bankrupt. Anyway. God. Do we have any other characters? Uh, yeah, we have a lot of other characters. But we have we have but 11 we- other characters. <laughs> Sorry, we have Who like 9 is, other characters. Um, who's Don Cheadle's accent specifically <laughs> <laughs> he was doing the most for that accent but half the time i was just like this doesn't this this it doesn't hit the ears quite right like i love i love don Cheadle. i think I he's a really Don good Cheadle. actor 
But <laughs> that being said. But apparently, after the movie, he did promise. He, like, he knew it was bad. And he uh-huh. said he will never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so bad. It's just so bad. That's really like, funny. He... Imagine. Oh. Imagine. It was a tough listen. Every time he opened his mouth, I was like, oh, this we're really sticking to this, huh? Like, I would have been, okay. <laughs> been okay if halfway through the movie he was like, it's just a bit. I'm going to go back to, like, a different accent. Yeah. I would have accepted no, that. No, Mari. He made the first movie with it. I haven't seen the first movie since I was, like, 14 and didn't know who Don Cheadle was. Me neither. Yeah. I, I couldn't tell accents apart back in the day Me but neither. now i can so i kind of want to watch yeah Elsa's now i have <laughs> too much knowledge. i'm cursed with the burden of knowledge now <laughs> yeah um i but feel yeah, like I so many of have... the non like except for like there were like four main characters and half of them weren't even in the 11 and the rest they were just there to like um be there do for one thing yeah do one thing but not have any like development or anything but yeah, and also even like the one thing they were hired to do, clearly, I couldn't for the life of me to I know Don Cheadle did sniper rifle stuff, yes, right? Because he did it in one scene. <laughs> one second. But anyone else? I don't know. Tell ya. I literally don't know what their expertise was because it didn't do the explanation where they were like, Oh, this guy is a fucking hacker and this guy is <gasps> Remember how there was, like, the fucking, like, dude who made the Fabergé egg out of a hologram? Like, that was somehow But that was someone else! They point. got that guy from someone... It's not even from the group! Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even part of it. And also, I have to say, I don't know what his name is, but the guy that plays Ross and Monica's dad and friends, who's also in yeah. this movie, he was... I loved him so much. <laughs> He was so good. I do not know what he did. I have no idea he was what the he done, only did. man who brought like some queer energy into this. Because right? the biggest crime of Ocean's Twelve movie is that it is so straight. It's so straight. It's, but like, it's okay it's because I have to say, crime against humanity. I have to say, like, as far as like straight representation on screen goes, um, I think that George Clooney and Julia Roberts were really great. They were really. They nice were very couple. cute. They were lovely. But I, from now on, I refuse to accept heist canons where there's not like forty percent people. No, sixty percent are not queer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It feels like because we want to shout, "Be gay, do crimes" from the rooftops <laughs> with these kind of movies. Exactly. Um, do we just want to grade? I feel like we've said all we want to yeah. say. Yeah. I do love the, like, sh- Shrunky to a degree. Shrunky to a degree. We have Fiona, um, we have a dragon. Fiona Shrek, beautiful. I like, I do like prin- the Prince Charming uh, parallel and the fairy yeah. parallel. Mm-hmm. So you know what? Yeah. A cheeky 60. Oh, I'm, I'm giving it a 66. Nice. 63. Next category is setting. Finally talk about Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, it it is very much a heist movie, isn't it? It is. And I have to say, we have a lot of um, locations, but unlike Mummy franchise, I feel like these locations are utilized 
okay. Everything is utilized really well because I was thinking this, even the journeys to the locations were really utilized well. I really yeah. liked that they showed that they were on a plane to Europe. Like, somehow yeah. I didn't really like that. I like yeah. that they were on a train station at Amsterdam Central. I like that they were oh. on buses. Like, it, I liked the- that they committed to, like, the travel part of it. Yeah, they don't just, like, appear no. out of thin air in the next country. Exactly. They're, they're on their way there. And the journey is part... The journey is part of it all, you know? Yeah. Um, it's kind of part of a setting, but the fucking camera in this movie. <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. It makes me feel like I'm looking like at a 70s art house movie I at really times. I liked it, yeah. And then like an 80s blockbuster. It's just so wild. Like all the like, like zooms... The cuts, like the slow zoom, the, the fucking and the weird cuts. freeze frames. Oh, it was just they had fun sh- with it. I really yeah. enjoyed looking at it. Like that's what made you know you can watch if you if you don't like if you just forget about the story. This is very entertaining. Yeah, and that's the like. Okay, we've both seen Ocean's Eight. Yes. And I think Ocean's 8 is a better movie. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know? Easily. It's just, as a complete as a complete package, it's a better movie. Yeah. Because it is a movie. That's the difference here. <laughs> it is a movie. It's not just things that happen. But imagine if they had also had this Buckwild right. camera. Right. Right. And this dedication to, like, a very stylized cinematography. Yeah, that would have elevated Cause... Ocean's Eight to like a ne- to an even greater yeah. level. Yeah, and I really, oh, they really should have committed to that. That would have been really really cool. And also, but, like, yeah, no, it hmm? it's kind of surprising that they didn't because if you look back at this movie, it is like one of the more redeeming factors of this movie. So if you're like, what makes yeah, what it makes the Ocean franchise franchise good, yeah, part of it could be because because of this fucking mm. like cool ass camera. Yeah, because I haven't seen, or like, no, I have seen, I think I actually have seen both Ocean's Eleven and Ocean's Thirteen. Um, For some reason I have two, but I couldn't I don't tell what remember. Happens. Yeah, me neither. Like, them at all. But I would say that this camera cannot be an isolated incident. No. It must have been in the first film, and it must be in the third one. That's what I assume too, because it's the same so, director. Yeah, so there should be that kind of, you know, like, it's part of the franchise. So yeah, you can't make Star Wars without having like dumbass like wipes every now and then. Exactly. Um, but so it doesn't can't matter. Make Ocean's this... movie without cool camera. But this movie isn't about comparing it to Ocean's Eight. Uh, this podcast, sorry. It's no, about... sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it commits. Yeah. To the bit mm-hmm. that is scenes and a synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> at the end. Of... Oh well, they didn't actually. Uh... They didn't actually film at Amsterdam Central. They filmed at oh. Harlem Central. And you could have fooled, hmm. you could have fooled me. I would have never known. Could have fooled the native herself. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, much like Shrek, we the movie looks like how it should. Yeah, exactly. Look like. Shall we grade it? Yeah. Um <sighs> 70 because it okay oh yeah because it reminds me of the 70s a little bit yeah it deserves That's a, a good enough rule 73 soundtrack by david holmes mm-hmm. and i have to say 
I had a blast. I loved it. I loved it. I like specifically loved what they used every time that Brad Pitt saw Catherine Zeta Jones. Like that yeah. was somehow every time I heard that I was like vibes. Just vibes. Yeah, and there is like I can't remember, but in the start they used this one song quite repeatedly when they're doing like heisty stuff. Yeah. And I just like that's the thing. I like the repetitiveness. Yeah. Of the soundtrack. Yeah. It is very fun. And it's kind of, whenever you get like a scene transition and then the music change, the music clues you in. And it's yeah. kind of like, oh, we're hearing this one again. So this is what I'm expecting. Because the last time we heard the same song, it was this. It and is. It's just very lively. It is wild how much of this movie is good. And the story yeah. is such, like, it's just not there. Every other point, I'm literally like, solid, solid, solid. Yeah. And like, I'm just like looking at story and i'm just like who's carrying you because it's because you're being carried by everyone else at the moment because everything makes sense except for that anyway yeah and like even like even like it's not even just writing because the writing is fine when it's dialogue the dialogue is good it's the plotting so it's just the plot it's only the plot like how did you manage to do everything well except for the the one thing that's also kind of important for a movie which is the actual plot of the movie. I don't think I've ever experienced this before. Me neither. Like, not to this degree. Where I've yeah, no, literally not, just been not like... Not like so... Like, the difference is so stark. So stark. How the one thing just truly drops off the map and everything else is really, really good. Anyway, mm. the repetition of um, themes in music is very Shrek-like. Because in Shrek we have the uh, constant return of certain, you know, melodies. Yeah. That signal us... Motives. Is it light motive? Is yeah. that it? It's just. Is that a term? I, I thought it was just motive. Motif. Can, I don't motive. know what's the difference between a motive and a light motive. I haven't listened to enough sideways videos on YouTube yet. Hey, sideways, <laughs> if you're listening, tell us. <laughs> tell us. Teach us. I, he must have. He must have already. Exactly. Yeah. We'll go back and have a look. Um, but it's also very early naughties music. It is very early naughties, but in a fun way because it's also like. No, a perfectly. Little... Perfectly. Yeah. It's also so fun because it's also kind of European. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, now I'm like, I, l- I really want to watch Ocean's Eleven just to compare. Like, is that right? movie, from what I gather, it takes place in Las Vegas. So I would like to see how it differs from this, like, very European romp. Right? Exactly. Because I feel like the Europe kind of makes a lot of this movie, too. But, like, I yeah. feel like it would also be really cool if they really commit to that, like, sleazy like casino aesthetic yeah. as well i just i really want to watch the other movies <laughs> me too i like that's what my weekend plan now apparently <laughs> um but yeah i don't have much to say other than i enjoyed the soundtrack the the laser scene with um i now have oh to actually God. watch the Nightbox. name of the actor vincent cassell Oh, right. Yeah, he seemed to have a good fucking time with his fucking break dancing to laser. That was... <laughs> and then the sound, like, the music, like, behind it, I was just taken away. I was like, wow. Yeah. I was like, this I love cinema. cinema. <laughs> I love cinema. That was what I thought. That, that's what the music gave us. So that's very well done. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Okay. Wanna grade? Yeah. I'm grading it. I'm giving it a seventy-six again. I'm 
gonna match you. Cool. Actually, you gave 76 previously. I gave 70. But yeah, 76. Yes. Um, Next category. Moral. Second to last. The penultimate. Moral. And I would love to say that the moral is be gay do crimes but it was but not gay there was no be gay queers so it was robbed from us it was taken from our hands mm-hmm. but it was do crimes do crimes <laughs> <laughs> we love we th- they were supporting they were like kids don't go to college make money by robbing rich old dutch guys instead yeah the moral is you could and you should <laughs> steal from rich and or evil people. Yes. Go on. Go go go, on. go steal Fabergé egg. You can do it. Yeah. Believe in yourself. And if you don't think you can do it, you can always explain in the last 20 minutes how you did do it. It's also just like maybe that's why also I just we love heist movies because it is always told from the perspective of the people stealing yeah and it's usually not made to gain power it's just like fun anarchy it's also for the hell of doing it yeah it's like we can do this let's do it and it's just so it's just so much it's fun to see crime from another especially this kind of crime because it's stealing from rich people who like honestly they won't miss it that's why i kept like the bad guy in this right here he didn't need the money he already gotten the insurance money back from the insurance company he was just making a point so that only made me think like steal more shit from him like this guy fucking sucks like everyone's insured everyone's they're all rich they're gonna be fine it's about the yeah act of actually stealing and i think it's i think it's really cool i think everyone should go it's fun rich do it because that's I know you also want like to. the whole thing, which one of my favorite shows, uh, Leverage. That's what they do too. It's mm-hmm. always they always choose the marks. To always be punch up someone evil, and then yeah. they just steal for the fun of it, or they help someone else to take revenge on the evil dude. And I'm just like, you know, this is charity or something. Yeah, exactly. This is redistributing money. This is the this argument. Is socialism in action. <laughs> We love it. Go steal from the rich. Yeah. Um. It's and also thieves code. I think is immoral. Sorry. You have to. Uh, you have to honor the thieves code. Yeah. Which is don't rat out other thieves. Which uh, Night Fox does. Yeah. Night Fox is a fucking little he snake. He suffers for it. Yeah, he does. But unfortunately, Shrek doesn't have. Well, Shrek does have stealing. Yeah. Shrek has Shrek has human human heist heisting. Yeah, human heisting, potion heisting, light criminal yeah. activity. He gets arrested by the cops. I mean, that's pretty badass. Oh, that yeah, that's cool. He storms a building that he shouldn't storm. I'm not cool. saying that Shrek's moral per se though is do crimes because he doesn't really actively yeah. do crimes in the same way. He just kind of wants to live his life. Yeah, he's like he's not in it for the crime. As he's much as I love, for... yeah, as much as I love the moral. I don't actually think it's Shrek. Yeah. Which yeah, no, it's not. It's not. Because it's not even like be subversive because all these people are beautiful yeah. and rich. Yeah. So it's not like, it's not a statement on their behalf. No. Not like either. No, exactly. Unless like maybe uh, being your true self is, for some people might be doing crimes more. 
In which case, maybe then this movie's Shrek-like for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a Well, kind of. It is for Danny, because Danny lives in the, like, suburbs with Tess. Yeah. And we clearly see that he's having trouble uh, becoming, like, a married man and, like, giving up the life of crime. And then, you know, during this movie, it's kind of like, what the hell? Go wild, boy. Yeah. Do Just crimes do what you want. that you so wish to do. Exactly. Do you want to give it a so grade? So that's him accepting himself. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think this is qu- qu- kind of low. Um, yeah. I'm giving it a 30, I think. I think we give it a 20. Yeah. So 25. And the last category is studio lore. One point is that much like Shrek 1 had to be reworked because um, Mike Myers decided that, hey, I want to do this entire movie in a Scottish accent. Um, Ocean's 12 had to be reworked when they found out that Julia Roberts is pregnant. Yeah. And honestly, both decisions make the movie probably better than it was originally. They use it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great to an extreme extent in Ocean's Twelve, where they they have an entire heist revolving around her being Julia Roberts. It's still wild. Yeah, it, it's one of the best twists I've ever seen. Honestly, I was honestly just like honestly. I was dying. Yeah, who needs who needs a plot when you can just have that be a plot point? Mm-hmm. Um. Mm. Yeah. Another point um, from me is that. Um, the previous movie, Ocean's Eleven, uh, was based on the same titled movie from the 60s. Yeah. And now we have a franchise in our hands because we have Ocean's Eleven, 12, 13, and 8. Mm-hmm. So we have Shrek based on a book and Shrek with multiple sequels. Yeah. We don't have um, uh, theme park rides do we have a video game? It would be lovely to have, like... No, I don't think there was. Why ha- Why isn't there a good heist video game? That is actually a good... Like, I haven't actually heard of a single real heist video game. Like, just Sly Cooper heisting. is just stealing. Yeah. Sly Cooper only steals. There's, there's no difference. art to it. Okay, there's, like, little scenes, but it's not, like... It's not, like, Ocean's 12 level heist. Yeah. They could do more heists... Heist uh, games... Maybe they should. Maybe Ocean's Twelve needs to, you know, spur on a. Uh, yeah. Years. Because also we've discussed this before. I I love playing video games, but boy oh boy do I hate killing people all the fucking time in them. <laughs> so a heist would be the perfect open Midway. world RPG. Yeah. Where you just get your crew Dragon Age style and you just plan heists. Yeah. You get your marks. And you steal from them, and you play your different cons. You have yeah. like a project map with different cons. And I know you have it could work. On. Like, I'm just thinking of like uh, the the game Ghost Shiba uh, springs to mind, just because at one point you have to do like this. You have to like yeah, there's a lot of games like this, but this is the one that that I'm thinking of now. Where you have to like sneak mm-hmm. into this big camp to like you know. You essentially have to do a heist without a heist. You have to poison a bunch of people instead of heisting. But you could so mm-hmm. easily make that into a heist. And like that concept yeah. of like sneaking around, avoiding the guards, avoiding shit, figuring out the puzzle, going through the, 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 the um, what do you call it? 
the air vents get to the bit and doing and even just like you know doing those entire like things where you like impersonate a person like yeah. other people and you come up with the like backstories and you try to like lord them in yeah and all that like it would make a perfect video game why do we have to come up with this <laughs> shit someone else do it <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna pitch this we don't have I the don't means person, actually that i can pitch this too but i <laughs> we should pitch it anyway do we have any other studio lore points? I don't really have much because there wasn't much to find. There, it was a surprisingly short yeah. list. Yeah. Um, they just I just filmed had a point, in... which I just, Sorry. I don't know what to do with it regarding like Shrek, but the when they go to Night Fox's um, lakeside mansion or whatever. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they used Mr. Clooney's own lakeside. Oh, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Which is such a flex. I didn't even know he had a, a house there. That's like, somehow yeah. in my head, I'm like, that's weirdly close. I've been to that lake. Except it was in Laglio. It wasn't actually Lake Como, oh, I think. Oh, never mind. It was I've somewhere else Como. in I've Italy. I've been to the other one. But, yeah. Like a, like a normal human being. I don't go to the fancy lakes. I just go to the ones that all the all the Europeans flock to in the summer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know what to do with that fact. I just thought that was a fun thing. Yeah. Um. It was. Yeah. It wasn't like it wasn't a huge success because everyone was like, "Why did you explain the entire movie in the last twenty minutes?" Mm-hmm. But you know what? Sometimes you have to ignore that. I guess. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to look past the story and the plot that you came for yeah. and stay for everything else. Exactly. Just let it wash over. But yeah. You. I don't have much else to say. No. There's nothing else really. We what have a bunch of famous people who are part of the appeal for people to go see the movie, which I think it was arguably that for Shrek 2. Yeah, okay. Like stunt casting kind of, but not quite. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll give it 44. I'll give it 40. So, wait, no, let me explain the movie first, and I'll give you the score. Keep keep you mm-hmm. on your toes. So, I uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to watch. I feel like there were movies that I wanted to watch in November that, that I kind of, like, looked at them again, and I was like, you know what? It's not really doing it for me. And then I yeah. my eyes fell upon a movie that... Um, I've not seen since I've seen it many a times when I was like, I think in my early teens or something, maybe even younger. Okay. Um, and I know, uh, uh, I want to know how it holds up. So for next week, we're um. going to watch Night at the Museum. <gasps> <laughs> oh, that's a fun, you know what? I was like looking at your life through my experience what? And I was so sure you were, you were going to say Amelie. Because that's the... <laughs> <laughs> it's so certain. And then you said Night at the Museum. And I was like, yeah, Reina. Because you, that explains you. Amelie is your answer to this question. I also just realized, as I said, that I must have been younger. Because my when I was 14, the movie was The Prestige. And we've already seen that. <laughs> oh, we've already got, yeah, gone there. Oh, Night at the Museum... I hope it is as good as I remember it being. I Me think I've only too. seen it once. I really want this movie to be good. Like <laughs> somehow it's it, just such the a idea fun brings me joy. It's just yeah. a fun idea. I like it. Anyway, the final score for Oceans Twelve is a fifty mm-hmm. point fifty two point 
3333 which is above um it's it's like it's the same region as the craft and uh the truman show mm-hmm. uh and warcraft <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, you know it's above 50 and that's what this movie deserves because if you like you know if you don't have a story <laughs> then this is the only it's incredible that this, that this movie got so high despite having no plot it's yeah. honestly impressive i really like it yeah um so this would be a fun drunk watch. This would be just a fun putting drunk it out watch. there. I think uh, all three would be a fun drunk watch. Just watching them one after yeah. the other. Anyway, oh, that's going to do it Perfect for us day. this this uh, this session, this this episode. We are back at it, baby. Woo! Back on the regular train. Um. So um, if you enjoy this, uh, please follow us on Instagram at Swampita Podcast. Rate us on iTunes. Uh. Subscribe to us on Spotify. Do whatever you want to do to get the word out because it helps us a lot and yeah. we really like it. Share like- the podcast with your favorite peeps so you have something to discuss when you see each other on Zoom. Exactly, because nothing else is happening in Europe at the moment except for yeah. the big thing we're not going to talk about. So you might as well find something <laughs> else to talk about so you don't constantly have to be like, huh. Well, it looks like they're having another press conference on Tuesday. I wonder if they're going to tighten the regulations again. It's a lot more fun to say, like, hey, did you hear Rita Amari talk about Ocean's 12? That's yeah. just nicer. It's more interesting. And that also can be more universal because all of the different countries have different guidelines. So you might not be able to bond over having the exact same restrictions. Exactly. <laughs> so you so can why always listen to the same podcast and talk about that. Yeah, exactly. Just talk about something completely different. Like... Yeah. Like Ocean's 12 through the lens. Like Ocean's 12. Yeah. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. Uh, Bye. Bye.